What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Sound Money Podcast. I am your host, Steve McGarry, here. And in this very special episode, I sit down with John McAfee. And John McAfee, he was the founder of McAfee Security. And basically, he sold that software company to Intel. And it was announced in 2010 that the deal was valued at $7.6 billion. So McAfee has gone around the entire world. He's talked a lot about cryptocurrency and has been an advocate for the space since its very beginning. And it's a very exciting time for something like an interview for him to talk about his new DEX. And one of the most important parts about talking about a DEX, a decentralized exchange, means that no one actually has control of the private keys other than the person that is doing the exchange themselves. So the owner, you control your funds, you're able to swap with other uh, people that are trying to swap their currencies, and there is no centralized party that is holding any keys, also known as a custodian. So McAfee has been working on that for a while. It is a pretty, uh, pretty basic system right now. I've checked it out. I played around with it a little bit, and one of the most important parts to this concept is once again that you are sovereign you are holding your own cryptocurrency you aren't giving up your keys to anyone and you're able to actually interact uh, with a decentralized exchange in a new way and he is one of the only people pioneering dexes in a way that is fast and efficient and it is impressive to see him rolling this out so he talks a little bit about that in the interview so without further ado let's jump into my interview here on the Sound Money Podcast with John McAfee. What's up, guys? I am here with the legendary John McAfee. How are you doing, John? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Steve. Excellent, excellent. So uh, I've done a lot of research and been a fan of yours for a while. And you talk a lot about control and freedom and things like that. So as somebody with a traditional background in economics, I really just wanted to talk a little bit about you know, your perspective, you know, with this new news from the Fed, lowering interest rates, 50 basis points. What, um, first, what's your, what's your background and tell us a little bit about, you know, what brought you to cryptocurrency? Well, I think my entire background in computer security, um, the architecture, fundamental concept of blockchain is, one of the biggest uh, technological breakthroughs mm. in the entire field of computer security. So that at first, uh, but then the promise of cryptocurrency and how cryptocurrencies where the true power is to free us from, and you may not think you're, you're a slave, that's if you're happy uh, for someone else owning currency that you have to have in order to pay your rent, buy food, send your kids to school, then well, if you're happy with that, you don't want to listen to me, I promise you, because I have nothing for you. Um, if on the other hand, you're unhappy with that, then there are communities of tens of thousands of us now that don't touch anything except crypto, which is untouchable. Uh, we pay for each other's services and products with crypto. End of story. Mm -hmm. And it has been thriving 
And if there's anybody free on this planet, it is us. Even though I and my wife are in hiding from multiple governments、um, for my views and publicly stated statements on things like you don't want to pay taxes, <laughs> privacy coins, and distributed exchanges, don't pay them. Yes, so I broke the law by encouraging someone else to break the law. But not paying taxes is not illegal, people. Tax fraud is illegal. Lying on your tax return is illegal. But not saying anything at all—it's not illegal. Now the IRS can come and take your stuff. They can find your stuff. <laughs> They have the right to do that. I'm not paying taxes. All right, we're taking your stuff. That's been the war since day one. If your stuff is all in crypto, where's your stuff? You see any stuff? I got no banks, but we don't. By the way, we don't use banks. We got no credit cards. We don't touch. We live and exist on crypto in this community. So join us and free yourself for the first time from financial slavery and see what that feels like. Because if you are financially enslaved, you can be free in no other part of your life. Yeah. Next question. Yeah. And when I、uh, <laughs> when I lived in when I lived in in San Francisco in 2014, there were like a handful of people that I knew that were buying gift cards with Bitcoin and using that to transact. Before a lot of these concepts were were out there of fully living in crypto, so it was exciting to see. Right. To see. But it, we could not have done that with Bitcoin, for example, or even Ethereum, because there's no privacy with either. I mean, anybody can track anybody. I mean, yes, you got the convenience and power of crypto, but you have an open window into every transaction. Nobody uses that. Mostly, people use Monero or Apollo. Privacy coins that can't be traced, tracked ever under any circumstances. It's like a Swiss bank account. Used to be only every single user has their own Swiss bank account in their heads, and if you never speak it, write it down, nobody can ever take it from you. Yeah. Or know, or know what's in there, except you. Yeah. Good Lord, people. And what are people doing with it? They're investing, uh, uh, trying to make a quick buck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You unlucky people who have missed an opportunity. Someone gave you a golden key to unlock the cage of your slavery, and instead, you chose to scratch your ass with it. It's okay. Play the market, but want to just go to Las Vegas and bet it all on red or black? Same thing. No,、yeah. people. This is not an investment opportunity. Or.、Uh, A safe haven for money. No, it's a door to your freedom, people. Do you realize how free we feel having to answer to no one when we transact business and send value to and from one another? You have no idea, people, knowing that a no one will ever know that transaction unless one of the two of you reveal it. Um, and unless you write that transaction down, it's gone, and nothing to reveal. Do you understand <laughs> <laughs> the beauty of this? 
So, no, Bitcoin, yeah. no, Ethereum, no, the, the, the old tech. However, they opened the door to a new world, sort of a crude, you know, taking an ax and chopping a hole in the wall and going, oh my God, look what's out there. And then out there you began to build beautiful, technologically based systems that can, and I hope will free us for the first time as a people to free us from ourselves, to free us from the bad aspects of us. I mean, we're all loving and kind, generous and compassionate. And we're also all jealous, fearful, greedy sometimes, gluttonous, lustful, please, people wear a mixed bag. And we've been fighting that division between us and among us since we crawled out of caves and began to associate with one another. This is the first technology ever that did not come from a power like a government, a major corporation, a general. No, this is open source code, all of it. It belongs to all of us. Please, God, people. Stop this nonsense of you know, get rich quick. Who cares how rich you are if you're still a slave? So, so, so you you came out recently with the McAfee decks, and for someone that's brand new to the space, listening in or watching on YouTube, what what is the uh, a dex, and how can you describe it um, of what you guys are trying to accomplish? Okay. Now, the fundamental mechanism of exchange in a purely electronic world it has to be a purely electronic exchange, okay? Now, every exchange up to now that actually functions was a centralized exchange. No one knew how to do it any other way. You know, Binance and so on, well, that's perfect, they, they function. But here's the problem. As governments like China, the first one to do so, began to see the threat from cryptocurrency, Two years ago, with a swoop of a push of a button, shut down every exchange in China. How'd they do that? They all had addresses. <laughs> they all had servers, uh, places of business, employees. Could have shut it down a million ways, turning electricity off to the building. Who cares? A distributed exchange exists nowhere in space. It is a fluid, um, ever-moving entity that resides nowhere at any given time. I mean, maybe for a few seconds it resides partly in Russia, Tierra del Fuego, Argentina, uh, and Canada. Uh, but if anything happens or if a threat or something, it'll shift itself and it'll exist somewhere else. Do you understand? It can't be killed. It can't be stopped. And it can't ever be shut down. And the beauty of what we did with the McAfee decks, and listen, we're in beta still. I know we've been in beta four months. That's a long time. It might be four years. Uh, we are attacking something that has never truly been tackled. A completely distributed exchange and a completely decentralized, two totally different things. The decentralized part, and that's functioning perfectly, um, is that 
we can't do anything. I can't change it. I can't ever shut it down myself. I can't mess with it. It's there in logic on the blockchain for everybody to see the openness of what we created, while at the same time shielding you, the user. Do you understand? We are the open gate. You can all see we're doing jack shit. We're not taking anything. We're not messing with anything because we are completely transparent. So there's nothing to trust because what's there we can't ever change, and no one in the world has the power to. The risk we took was, what if we fucked up? Fortunately, we did not. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we had fucked up, the fuck up would be there forever, and no one would use it. No, it works. The way we did the logic was smart contracts on the blockchains, so all the logic is fixed forever in time, unchangeable. <laughs> There's the beauty. So no one can shut us down. Now, on the other side, we take no information. We don't ask for a document, a photograph, an email address, a IP, nothing. There's nothing to store. We're just a sluice gate now. You just rush through like water. You know, nothing's left. We take no information. So there's no anti-money laundering. There's no know your customer because we don't know who the fuck our customers are. And all the transactions, if you use privacy coins, nobody even knows what the transaction. Was do you see the power of privacy coins <coughs> and distributed exchanges、mm-hmm. using these two tools, which now belong to the people? Everything I have done is an open source, available for the world to look at. Every single instruction in the logic. Please, people, this is the beauty. What's happening? No one can hide anything anymore. Like the Pentagon, no, you can't see what's happening in our program. Or Apple going, no, I've got a new product coming out that's trying to compete with Samsung, and Samsung going, everybody's just getting greedy and trying to make money and get power. No, that shit's going away, people. <laughs> that is going away fast. And what's left over? Is whatever happens once privacy of all of your apps, all of your finances, all of your writings and thoughts are yours and yours alone. And did you owe no government a piece of your sweat of the brow, your work, your money? For 1913, they got along fine. Without it, if you're worried about who's going to pay, look it up, people. We were the most, the most powerful industrial nation on earth, and we had no tax. Please, governments used to have to fund themselves. If they couldn't, what sort of business people are you? We give you an office and telephone, but you can't make money. Get something from Russia. No, please. This is what they used to do. Governments were businesses, not to prey on the citizens, but to make some friggin' money. That was half of their job. Yes.、And、before I get bitter, what is the next <laughs> question? <laughs> so, for somebody who is unfamiliar with 
the space that they're brand new, learning about the McAfee decks, and they're interested in storage. That, what do you recommend for someone that's you know just oh, good God. around? And if you're a beginner, don't go anywhere near my decks. I mean, this is first of all, it's in beta. Um, it, for example, the only okay, I think we're the first people to actually put Bitcoin on a Dex cross-chain with other other blockchains, which we've done this week. We've got Bitcoin, every Ethereum coin, ERC twenties all the way to ERC fourteen forties. We've got Tron, Binance. We're going to be adding EOS and Neo, and by summer, I, I think we'll have everybody.、Um, But not now, good God! If you're beginning to go go someplace which everybody knows, all right, and <laughs> and has been used. No, please God, stay away from my stuff. <coughs> um, that's the advice I would give you. How did beginners get into the magnetics? Please God, don't no. <laughs> God, you don't want the headache, and and neither do we. So outside of the the decks, if someone was listening in for the first time and they were learning about crypto, what would you recommend for storage wise for someone that's brand new to the space? Storage? Yeah. I'm sorry.、What、storage of their of their Bitcoin or their cryptocurrency in, in general. Well, well, it depends entirely on what you do. I mean, if you put fifty dollars in, there is no sense in paying five hundred to secure your wallet. So leave it on your phone. Get a download, a free wallet of whatever coin it is that you're interested in. Because there's one for every coin, thousands of them, unfortunately.、Um, and、uh, keep it on your phone. If you're putting five hundred dollars a month in for retirement, no, please God, then spend five hundred dollars to get a an offline storage wallet, like Bitfi or who knows. The Trezor,、um, and learn of everything about it before you even begin to put money in. I say learn everything about it. I'm saying spend weeks if you're going to be putting five hundred dollars a month into crypto.、Uh, otherwise, you're going to be a really unhappy camper when you go. I didn't know it worked like that. Well, then if you didn't know it worked like that,、uh, why were you fucking around with it? That would be my answer. Got it. Got it. So I remember. I think it was early last year. You said that you weren't gonna、uh, like endorse projects anymore or promote them. And I have not. Yeah. What 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 projects are you? I guess open source projects that you're excited about or contributing to. You、that、know. would be promoting the product. You know, my friend. I'm, Got I'm it. Sorry, I can't do that. I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you about the stuff I'm building. Is that self-promotion? Everybody's、yeah. self-promoted. Yeah, but、uh, even then, I'm honest about it. You know, <laughs> I don't want new users. Please God.、Um, <laughs> so,、uh, I mean, no, I, I can't. I can't say something. I'm sorry. Everybody wants me to, because people are waiting. Hey, bring back the coin of the day and stuff like that. It's, it's never coming, folks. It's never coming. So what are you working on then? In addition to the decks, what are you working on?、Then? Yeah, yeah. I wish I could tell you at this moment, but it,、uh, keep in mind I'm 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 playfully in a residential race, and and I'm in there playfully for one and one reason only.、Uh, I'm coming out with <laughs> a brand new blockchain-based, not just voting system. An actual system of governance, where we, the people, even if we do pay taxes, okay, let's agree to pay them, but let's see where it's going and who's spending it. 
and a trivial way of implementing that nationwide. You know, I'll be running it on servers around the world uh, in simulation mode, and it's coming, ladies and gentlemen, and it will revolutionize what you think is, and it'll make you understand that until we have a blockchain-based voting system. Always be voting fraud, and who cares who you vote for if your vote does not matter? Do you understand the the seriousness of what I'm trying to address here?、Mm-hmm. Okay, one more question, my friend. Got it. So the probably the most controversial. Aspect was the Bitcoin prediction, where the media kind of moved it around a little bit as to what your prediction was, dates, what you were going to do. But can you share a little bit about that, like what your? Please, I mean, you know, <clears throat> listen. Half of what I do is satire, right? Make fun of the absurdity of things. Okay,、um, you know, <laughs> just before I did that prediction,、uh, I did a tweet, which was my. For this running tweet, hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands of likes, and about whale fucking, and I, I because I, I was just angry at everybody going, this is consensual, that's not consensual, this is consensual. And someone has said, you know, sex with animals is not consensual, and so I did a tweet. I can't remember what it was. Like enough of this non, this enough of this whale fucking is non-consensual bullshit. A humpback whale, seventy thousand pounds. Fifty feet long can dive to half a mile and crush a ship with a single swipe of its tail. Now, if a human manages to fuck one, then I damn well, you damn well, better believe it's consensual. I did that just to make fun of the absurdity. Well, I got more views and likes than anything I've ever done.、Uh, my next thing, a week later, Bitcoin maximalists are going. Well, Bitcoin is the thing; it's the future, and everybody with a common sense and three brain cells know it's the oldest and most useless technology. I mean, do you realize how hard it was to put this cranky old Model T onto the fucking freeway and make it work without being crushed by all the real cars and trucks that are out there? Things with smart contracts, distributed applications, privacy—none of which Bitcoin knows what to do. It's a oh, privacy. What's that? Oh, and so you got to protect it from the reality of the world that it finds itself in. It's freaky, and so those in the know understand it's going to zero. So I go, I'm going to do a tweet. It's going to go to a million dollars. I bet you someone will fucking believe it. No, if you if you did. Thirty seconds worth of effort, like multiply one million times several million coins, you get a number greater than the gross domestic product of the entire continent of North America. Please, the top fifty com- companies in the world don't have that much. So Bitcoin sure isn't. But when people started to believe it, I made sure I got on podcasts to explain why. I guarantee it's going to be. Um, but how did you do it? I use point set topology. I'm a math whiz. You can check it out. I'm actually an honorary PhD in mathematics, and I I use point set topology. It is the newest science for predicting financial futures. Well, 
please God, look it up. Point set topology. You out there now with nothing to do. Google it. It has to do with the shape of fucking physical surfaces. Now, please, all you had to do was two things: multiply a million times twenty-one million, and Google. And people still believed it. I was making fun of the absurdity of people saying Bitcoin's the way it's going. There are so many sheep in this world that just don't want to sit down and turn their brains off, you know, because it takes energy away from their stomachs or their genitals or something. <laughs> because few do it anymore. All right, thank you so much. That was it. Cool. And、uh, we have to run. Thank you so much、Thank、for coming、you. on the show, John. All right. Appreciate everything you're working on. All right. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye.